to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most, Donnie Kayfabe, Donnie Capri, the modern day goof. Damn black coming at you like Cleopatra. Gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, yee, yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl is mine. Hey, everybody. Woo! I'll tell you what. Not changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. When I kick five girls out of bed, I go, woo! And they go, woo, woo, woo! Because they know they've been with the world champion. That's right. Hey, everybody, that's what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving season. We're coming off too much wrestling. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners. Hey, we're going to get into this podcast. I, I Right where we're going to start. Look, I want to tell you what I'm thankful for. We're here with Nancy Newman. What up? How about it? That's right. Uh, look, I want to just tell you guys, Thanksgiving is tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening to this podcast, okay? I don't need to pretend it's the day this is. Right. You understand how this works. We record it before you hear it coming at you. <laughs> I just want to say, everyone, that I am thankful for anyone who listens to this podcast. I'm thankful for the cow universe. I'm thankful for all the jabroniacs. Out there, specifically, I'm thankful for this week for getting our first sign on television. Oh, yeah. Who was it? Thanks to our listener, Elizabeth Muller, I believe her last name. Although uh, Robert Muller confuses me on how to pronounce that Uh, last name. I thought it was Mueller. Mueller, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Mueller, like Mueller. Uh, uh, Got a sign, a gabba yee sign. We got to send her a t-shirt or something when we ever get t-shirts. You can see a picture of it. Listener, Aaron Finnerty. As I know right now, our only two female listeners. There's (laughs) got to be more coming at you. Carrie O'Neill, I think. Carrie O'Neill listens in? I think occasionally she listens. What up, Carrie? Gabby Yee. So... Uh, yeah, well, you can check it out on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page. Join our Facebook page if you want to talk about wrestling at four in the morning. It's true. It's true. I did it the other day. It was like uh, one o'clock, two o'clock California time. Nick Tula was up. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Nick Tula yeah. does not sleep. Yeah. He's watching his ponytail grow. All right. So, uh, yeah, we got our first sign, and I think we're, uh, yeah, just saying, I'm, I'm grateful for all the listeners, and I'm also grateful for professional wrestling for being an escape from this yeah. terrifying world that we live in. Newman, what are you thankful for before we go on? Uh, I'm thankful for the uh, uh, for the, the, the distance in the airwaves between us and all of our disgusting listeners. Uh, I can't wait to get as far away from you as possible. All right, all right, all right. I don't know. Anyway, the guy's a jerk. You know what I mean? How about <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Hey, <clears throat> so look, continuing this theme of gratitude, mm-hmm. I want to say that also, according to producer Zig, we have a record number of cash-ins today. We're yeah. blowing in. My phone has been blowing up for the past three days at all manner of the hours. I think we have like nine cash-ins. Would it hey. be fair to say that this podcast has the most cash-ins on all podcasts on the UCB network? This Actually, yes, that is very true. This has the most amount of user cash-ins we've ever had on all any right. show. So maybe it would be, welcome to the most listened to, wait, 
That's hard to do. Welcome to the listen to UCB. Wait. You need, you need some assistance? Yeah, Hold yeah, on. Yeah, on. Let me yeah. get assistance. Welcome to the most must-see WWE talk show in history. Welcome to Miss TV. We are just... Welcome to the welcome to the ah, I can't do it. Welcome to the welcome. <laughs> welcome to this new podcast on the WWE Network with UCB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fashion. Okay, so uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, man, those fucking those drops are lightning hot. Yeah, right the now. drops yeah. are coming at you, baby. He's in his element right now, Patra. <laughs> all right, so okay, so uh, look, so because of the listeners at the most cashes, I think. What I'm thinking is that we should um, put this podcast under siege. Under siege. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And do another episode of not This Is Your Life like Foley did. Right. But we do an episode of This Is Your Podcast. Oh, shit. Where the the cash-ins dictate the conversation. Let's see if this is even doable. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go through the cash-ins. Obviously, uh, we'll we'll let the the cash-ins dictate. Now, let's see if you guys actually watched wrestling. Uh, So let's start off with Liz. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you go by Liz. You tell me in the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. But uh, forgetting the the sign up, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's hear this opinion. Gabba, Gabba, yee, <laughs> what's up? It's longtime listener and first time caller, Elizabeth Muller. Muller. I wanted to thank Muller. the Cow Universe first and foremost for helping me make my sign for NXT and get it on TV. That was awesome. And I'm just thinking back to how much fun I had at War Games. How great a show that was. And then I come home the next night watching Survivor Series. You watch Triple H walk in. You watch him do his thing as the game. And that's fine. But is it time for him to start running the show now? Is it time for him to take over for Vince? I say yes. You know, I would feel so much better about stuff like calling up six NXT ladies and maybe going to Rumble. If Triple H and his crew were in charge of the writing and the booking. And that's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's all I got. Happy Thanksgiving, Mark. May your house not get a visit from the gobbledygooker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, gobbledygooker, I, uh, I was on, um, uh... Uh, college humor original show uh a show called uh um actually uh-huh. and it's like a nerdy it's like a game show right. um for like nerds <laughs> where like you say uh, they give you a fact like kind of a nerdy fact and something is wrong in it right. and then you have to answer by saying um actually and and correct it <laughs> <laughs> really it was very fun it was me uh Jackie Cashian and Adam Lustig baby and I won I uh, mean I don't know if that's a spoiler I think they'll be alright one of the questions was gobbledygook no really the thing wrong was that it was like the re- they were like uh, they hatched the egg hatched and it was the red hawk or something ah uh, yeah and I was like but I spaced on the name mm. and I was like shit what is it I don't know why my brain was going because it was like but then I eventually got it right I was like uh, the gobbledygook the gobbledygook that's probably what threw me off <laughs> is my new catchphrase coming at you and uh, uh, anyway alright so Elizabeth awesome thank you for getting that sign up uh, let's keep these signs going I think that look 
Obviously, a merch plan is in the works. Yeah. Here, okay, merch in the works. Merch in the works. I I think I'm thinking about getting a, some kind of cow sign mm-hmm. in the in the mix as part of the merch. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, so that you won't have to be like, oh, I got to make a sign. This this this. You'll have the sign ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll. I don't know. I gotta look into it. I don't want to say something and then I say the wrong thing. But I. I there's a lot yeah. of plates spinning. I, I got an idea. Boss stuff. Okay, anyway. So, Elizabeth brought up a great point. Mm-hmm. She's saying Triple H. She went to War Games, and then you call, you go to watch Survivor Series, and you're like, oh, I'm watching a legend show. Yeah. I said it as Survivor Series was happening at the end there. I'm like, this is like, a, this is, I said, the exact quote I said while watching was like, this feels like the Legends match that happens before the NBA All-Star game. <laughs> right, right, You know right, what right. I mean? It's just like, you know, you have like Angle, Triple H, they're in there. Like, in sports, when that happens, it's like kind of cute. Right. In wrestling, these are the strongest guys. Right. <laughs> Shane, only Strowman was in there, and obviously he came out on top. But, yeah, so is it time for Triple H to step aside and run the thing? Now, um, uh... You know, it's 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 hard to say. One of the points you brought up that was really great, the point that it's like, hey, she would feel better about these women being brought up if yep. Triple H was writing. Because right. it seems like he handles them so well in NXT. True. But then in the main... But I don't think it's his decision. Like, right. I think Vince is still very much going, mm-hmm. you know? In uh, NXT? You think? What? You think it's Vince's influence is still in NXT? No, no, no. Uh, not at all. Okay. Say Vince is running the the uh, she her point was like Triple H should retire and take Vince's spot. Oh uh, right, and I don't think he has that choice. Right, you know, I mean, obviously he still wants to wrestle, but right. well, no, Vince is Vince must he'll he he's not going to retire. Vince right. will die, and then someone will take that place. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. He, he's not, yeah, uh, or you know, unless he get, or he gets so sick that he can't do it. But I don't think he's going to like willingly step down. No, and no, I think no. even if he like gets really sick, he's going to like sit. In Connecticut, Stanford, with a headset, right? You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Trying to do it. Um. Obviously, it's time. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, it's 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 obviously <clears throat> time because what wh- you know what what are we, what are we waiting for? I mean, why why why? I mean, it's not like Vince should go away, but why not? While Vince is still thro- uh, like you know still healthy, right? Why not give it to Triple H and supervise it a little bit? Right, yeah. right. Like, why not pass it? I know that's hard ego wise, but yeah, totally. The good point is that like NXT is so successful, Triple H has completely proven himself. Oh, and yeah. also like, and I think you're hearing. I think, do we want to see him wrestle? I mean, how much do you? The casual fan, do they want to see when they hear Triple H is wrestling at Mania? They want to see it. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah, because they they probably stopped watching when a lot of people stopped watching, right. which was uh, when the ruthless aggression era started. And they remember Triple H from DX and the Attitude Era, and yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, to be fair, Triple H cuts a great promo. Uh-huh. Well, maybe better promo than anyone on the current roster <laughs> uh, still. He, um, yeah, he looks, he still looks awesome. And yeah. he does have this thing where he, he is in this like sweet spot of like where you do think he is like the top management. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like he's booking, you know, yeah. but then he can also wrestle, which is kind of fun. Yeah. So I mean, truthfully, I don't know if I would get rid. I would. I'd be like, hey, I don't know if I would be like, let's get rid of him because why not? While we still can, before you know, he won't be able to. Right. But I agree, he shouldn't be booked so strongly. <laughs> Who Triple H? Yeah, he's booked yeah. stronger than Cena. He's booked stronger than other right. guys. Who are yeah, in his spot. yeah. I guess I mean, who's going to tell him? Who's going to tell Triple H that he's not going to be booked that way? Yeah. 
So how did you feel? I, I think this ties into the the um this ties into like the finish. Yeah. Especially the roster is so deep is what makes it tricky. Uh if tomorrow I guess what I'm saying is like if tomorrow they were like, hey, Triple H is gonna like take over that spot, but I don't even think they'll ever formally announce that. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. A- anyway. Um You said uh, the finish? Yeah, the finish of that match. Did you what did you feel about the thing where he like Took Shane's side. He p- he pinned uh, Angle. Yeah, and well, then he p- pinned Shane. So the, the, the mind, the the uh, the cerebral <laughs> games he was playing. Well, I think the assassination of cer- cerebralness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I hope I'm not overthinking this, but I, I feel like what he did was. Uh, he did what everybody accuses him of on purpose, right? Like he's gonna make it about him, right. steal the show, uh, uh, get the win for himself. Uh, and then that sets up Strowman to be this baby face against Triple H, who's right. this uh, indie killer, who's this like, you know, up and coming uh, uh, performer barrier. So then we have Strowman being this 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 face against him. So I think he did it on purpose. He did the thing that people accuse him of doing always on purpose. So I think it works in that way, right? Uh, because he comes across as like, oh, it's Triple H. He's burying people. That makes people want Strowman to. Right, body slam him to to death. See, uh, yeah, I like the cool thing that's going on where it's kind of muddied. Yeah, I, I like when it's like Strowman power slams him. He also has beef with Angle. Then there's Shane in there too. Like that, I like that. It's like oh, there's a lot of plates in the air or yeah. whatever. But they never seem to make that all work. Right, right. Like right. if you remember going into Taker Reigns last year, mm-hmm. you're like, how does Strowman fit in this? Remember right, he right, was right. like attacking Reigns all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he was like, "Oh, he just does it. He doesn't at all. Yeah, he just doesn't at all." So I'm worried that this is all just kind of like whatever. But was I, I, still walking away. I feel like Triple H didn't get the reaction he wanted. I think he wanted the reaction to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna pin or angle. It's gonna lull Shane into a sense of safety and like look at the mind games I played. Then I just pedigree him fast." Right. But I don't, I think the audience was more confused by it than sure. anything. Yeah, yeah. We they were all Strowman. They right, were all quizzically looking at him. Like, yeah, right, right. Why, why, boss man hurt other boss man? Oh, right. Yeah, he, it really fucked with Strowman's <laughs> yeah, mind. Yeah, <laughs> my cerebral is assassinated. Cool, good. All right. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, what do you think? About, while we're talking about that match, what do you think about that match? I, I liked. It. I mean, there was a lot of complaints about uh, Survivor Series. I liked the the show. I liked that match a lot. I like, uh, and I was actually surprised at how fluid it was. I thought it was going to be a shit show. Like a schmoz fest shit show, but it was. Uh, I think I thought it flowed pretty well. Did you? What do you? How do you feel about them pinning Shinsuke first? I mean, they don't respect him at all. Yeah. That's known. They You're spent right. two months making fun of his accent and his and his eyes, and then they they be loses clean. It's they they had like four weeks in a row of gender being like me Chinese, mm-hmm. like right? Yeah, right? exactly. You Chinese, you play joke. <laughs> yeah, uh, I pin right. you in the middle of the. All week. right. Anyway, this is not my show. We're moving on. Great cash in. Let's see. Can we get another great cash in? Uh, you guys want to hear from my dad? Yeah, of course. You guys want to hear? look? My dad. Everyone. All right. For listeners who missed last week, uh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> first off, uh, um, actually. Shame. Shame. Uh, but, uh, oh, man. Sierra. Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. <laughs> I messed De- it up. Delta. Oh, my God. Um, uh, all right. My dad. Uh, so, all right, my dad is listening to the podcast now. He loves it. He loves cashing. And he asked me 
two weeks in a row being like, what time do I got to get the cash it in? He's very concerned <laughs> with getting I'm like, you could do it early. Yeah. There's no time. I don't know. He likes to get it in at the bell. <laughs> All right. Um, so, hey, you guys remember my dad? He gave Ronda Rousey's catchphrase. Oh, yeah. Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? <laughs> Rossi. Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? Yeah. Not even Rousey. No, Ronda Rossi. You smell what the Rossi. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's hear what my dad has to say. Hey, this is Richard Blackton's dad. Well, we've come a long way since those little black shorts that the wrestlers used to wear in my heyday to the, the costumes of today where the wrestlers dress like superheroes. But I just want to point out that the man with the greatest costume of all, a kilt, also made the greatest wrestling movie of all times. And no other than the late, great Rowdy Roddy Piper in They Live. Mm-hmm. The movie They Live with the greatest fight scene of all time. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the moral words of Roddy Piper, I came here to chew gum and kick ass, and I'm out all out of bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> now Oh, oh, I love your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get him to chew gum and get gas and I'm all, all out, out of bubble, bubble gum. gum. <laughs> 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 oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, man. It's <laughs> incredible. We should give him like a, a weekly segment or something. Fuck. I mean, we just did. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Way to grab the ring. <laughs> To grab the brass All right, he guess he didn't see Survivor Series. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't check so out. now we talk about they, they live. live. <laughs> no, I think we just got another sound drop from my dad, which is him misquoting Rowdy Piper, <laughs> his favorite wrestler in, actor. In, in in they live. Now he's not wrong. He did talk about Rousey uh, and uh, uh, hey, for my dad, fun fact is that uh, Rowdy Piper gave permission to Ronda Rousey to use. Uh, rowdy, rowdy, yeah, as her nickname. That's awesome. Uh, I was a big, I was a big rowdy Piper Mark when I was a kid. What, Huge. I, so is it? He never held any belts, right? I don't think so. No, it, uh, no, I don't think so. We looked that up. I, I feel like I can picture him with an IC belt, but I, I, that might just be my imagination. I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I, 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 yeah, I don't. But remember. yeah, he was. I was all about. I know him. he never had the heavyweight belt. That I know, but I was. I wasn't sure if he had. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I never actually saw that movie. Yeah, oh, but my really? dad talked about it my whole life. Oh, it's good. Which you could tell. But yeah. I actually, never, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that. Uh, yeah, great. Well, hey, um, that's not about Survivor Series. I think we should right enjoy that and move on. There's no discussion to be had. It perfectly. One thing is my dad. He's just like, hey, Tulo, the Tulo guy. Is that the Tulo you went to school with? Oh. You played little league with him. He's been made. Yeah, he talks about Tulo <laughs> coming at you, Cleopatra. All right, um, all right. Let's get a. Here we go. Here's a cash in. Nine thirty-one oh, no. a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9.31. Sunday, November 19th, morning after War Games NXT. Hey, guys, how you doing? Matthew? Newman? How you doing, bud? Guys, I have been touting Aleister Black for I don't even know how long Mm. since I started watching wrestling again. And so many naysayers on the Cal Facebook page, so many naysayers on the Squared Circle subreddit, have been saying, what is up with this Team Dream feud? Well, you know what? Last night, we saw that. Mm -hmm. We saw the end of that storyline, 
and it was amazing. You cannot get better writing in that at all. That was just an amazing ending. He got what he wanted, but he lost the match. Yeah. What a great ending. Mm. It was amazing. And, and just for and Dan, just for you, I drank two cups of coffee before, you know, I called in. Yeah, I got all the energy for you. We. You're welcome, bud. Watch NXT. Watch Alistair Black. He's coming back. In black. Back in black. Now, look, obviously, <laughs> everyone knows I Ooh. like, I'm an Alistair Black mark. He's yeah. my uncle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have an uncle that looks like him? Yeah, no, he's, well, uh, oh, my Black. Uncle right. Alistair. Yeah, yeah, uncle yeah, Alistair. Uncle, he's coming over. Uncle actually. Al, yeah. He's coming over. He's bringing his uh, Satan. <laughs> I don't know his, bring, his bottle of Satan. <laughs> well, uh, he's bringing his warp to hell. Uh, look, hey, match of the weekend: Velveteen Dream, that Alistair Black. Might Will we my, say that? Yeah, it might be my favorite match uh, of the year. Um, that's a that's bold. Um, I will. I'm say, not saying best. I'm saying my favorite. One thing I dug about the match was the fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. The Ugh. Alistair Black, uh, 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 Velveteen, Velveteen Dreams, Rick Rude pants. Yeah, man. Which, by the way, the technology I bumped into Mike Lawrence, uh, a friend of the show, Mike Lawrence, coming at you. He. Uh, we were talking about the technology since Rude. Yeah. The, the airbrushing technology mm. since, like, it was good then. Yeah. Now it's perfect. Right, I yeah. Mean, Alistair Black looked exactly like himself. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The detail was great. The pants were awesome. Uh, Velveteen Dream, Alistair Black, yeah, the match was amazing. Yeah, I, um, yeah, previously with, with uh, airbrush pants, you had to go to, like, a, a booth in Atlantic City. <laughs> or my bar mitzvah. Or your dance <laughs> bar mitzvah. <laughs> and they would, they would work that out for you. But, yeah, yeah man, like, uh, God. I mean, I could say I could go on and on for, about Aleister Black. He has he looks cool when he strikes. He has cool submissions. Uh, that like octopus like crucifix thing that he snapped on Alistair, or on a Velveteen Dream was awesome. But Velveteen Dream has arrived. Yeah, that guy. I mean, he came out. He looked insane. <laughs> like yeah. that like that like Indian like vest and the the three the Jimi Hendrix sunglasses and the hair. Yeah, I mean, and he looked incredible. He sold well. It was just uh, great. yeah. The match was terrific. I think uh, you and, know, and the ending. Yeah, the ending was perfect. Yeah, the ending was great. He got the validation he he so craved. Yeah. Um, Alistair Black, terrific. Obviously a big mar- um mar- uh, black mark. Uh, I think uh, I hate to be this guy. Yeah. Too sloppy of a midriff for me. Okay. I think Alistair Black could tighten up a little bit. Yeah. Sorry. I don't agree. I don't disagree. Uh, or he cover himself with more tattoos. Right, right. He's got a weird thing where he's covered in tattoos, except on his like belly and right. and it, it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it hurt more there? Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's like anywhere more where tender. there's skin and fat. So like skin. So if you have like if you're muscular, it doesn't hurt that much. But if you have fat under your skin, the fat has more nerve endings in it than muscle, so it hurts like a motherfucker. Oh shit. Hey, well, yeah, would you ever get a tattoo while we record? Yeah. We get an artist to come in here. Yeah. What 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 I get? Hey, how about on the how about this? If something incredible in wrestling happens, uh-huh. that you feel inspired uh-huh. to get a tattoo about that event, okay? Would you do that? Yeah, and yeah. then record it on here. Uh huh. Yeah. What is there? Have there's anything been close? Has wrestling and tattoos ever crossed your mind? For me, it has. Sure, but I don't. I'm not a tattoo guy. Right. It would have to be something. It would have to be. I would probably get. Like an like something stylized that like represents like the Undertaker for example, but right. like not his symbol or not just <laughs> him. Stink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, but something you know, like uh, actually like, a lot of things about Undertaker stink. Like his yeah, urn or something, right. or like you know, yeah, I would, yeah, 
If I saw something cool enough, I would definitely get it. All right, cool. Because that's all tattoos are. I don't have like tattoos that I think like have like meaning. I just get tattoos that I think look cool. Here's something I'll say for one million. We got a, a message. Another message gets gets oh slid under God. the door. We, a, a message just slid under the door here. I, I want to say for one million dollars here, I will get the birth dates of AJ Styles' kids <laughs> tattooed for how much? on my obliques. For how much? If we could all raise one million. One million. <laughs> one million Gotta dollars. say, Dan, I think we're going to fall short of that. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is if I got offered that, I would hate that. Yeah. Wait, uh, we got a message just sli- slid under the door. We still got more cash-ins coming at you. Dan's going to step away from the booth for a second, go pick up this message. What do we got? It's a post-it, or it's a card. With uh, a name it says, on it, Marty Jane Minetti. Marty J Anumanetti. So it's like my oh, Marty Janumanetti. Janumanetti. Oh, Marty Janumanetti. All right. I guess I feel like this is from building manager Phil DeCostello. Yeah, I think so too. Phil DeCostello. The building's closed for the holiday. Well, he's banned from the show, so he's not allowed to come in. So. Hopefully he doesn't show up. All right, moving on. Next cash. Yeah. That ma- oh no, the door is oh, rumbling. Boy. That's got. Is that Phil's music? That's got to be Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Is Phil- oh my God. He's got a key. Uh, he's got the keys. And he's wearing a Kevin Owens shirt. Oh man, it's a good thing I. Well, made- I hope you're here to apologize for your behavior. The last time you were on the podcast when I was on my honeymoon. Nope. No. Talked at all. a lot of shit about my fandom. Yeah, I did. Well, I would kick you out of here, but I How can't because you've got keys it? here. The full-on Newman Nation here. Yeah, Newman World Order, baby. <laughs> all right, well, look. For, all right, we're, this is... Phil right. is the Adam Cole. I mean, okay. In the Phil, well, all right. If you're here, you're here. I'm here. All right, we're, we're going through cash-ins from listeners. Okay. Listeners calling in, all right? Can Great, you at least respect the listeners? We're now, we're under siege. I always respect the listeners. Right, yeah, okay. So anyway, the podcast is now double... <laughs> under siege. Under... <laughs> Under siege. Uh, all right, captivating. So here's another cash in. Uh, wait, did you hear Ronda Rousey's new catchphrase from my by my dad? No. Here it is. Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? <laughs> my dad called, called it. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh man, aren't you glad you walked in here? All right, we so got. Listen, we got a bunch to go through. Let's go. Here we go. Bruce Wayne doesn't do the Batman voice. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Working special. My God. Was it incredible? I just wanted to give a cash in on the working concept in the Velveteen Dream. On paper, I thought they were going to fail. <laughs> Unlike me, Bruce Wayne. Okay. Gotham City. What is it? In Orphanage. What they. Should I cut this off? What is happening? No, this is good. But one thing that I like is that if you've ever been around uh, and you don't know who Batman is and you've heard Batman speak, get out of the way, whatever it is, you can probably now 
Bruce Wayne speaking like this, <laughs> you could probably do the math here. If, right, yeah, right if, if if Bruce Wayne walked around being like, "Hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm a rich you? guy. I love yeah. pussy." The Wayne, the Wayne, <laughs> the, the Wayne Foundation's going to dedicate money to this charity. Bruce, why are you talking like <laughs> that? You sound a lot like Batman. No, I don't. no, it's just no, I don't. I dare you to <laughs> dig up a problematic past of me. <laughs> when, he, when he's Batman, he's like, hey, the fashion, cleaning up the streets. <laughs> um, Especially the <laughs> a really dumb character on paper. <laughs> but, what a fantastic performance. I was worried for him over Alice. I'd like to know what you guys think about me. <laughs> but for now, I'm going to go protect Gotham. Wait a minute. Buffination. Wait, Bruce Wayne. Why would Bruce Wayne protect, protect Gotham? Gotham? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Show my podcast a little more respect than <laughs> this. You can think but your also, bit out. You hear it. You've heard it here. Batman has been outed as Bruce Wayne oh, yeah, yeah. on this podcast. What's more controversial, Batman being outed as Bruce Wayne or Bruce Wayne being outed as a WWE mark? Hey, Huge gosh. mark. That's you listen. Outing Bruce outing Batman, you shouldn't out anybody. Okay. Right. Dox, it's, don't dox Batman. Yeah, don't dox Batman. All right. Uh cash in here, Charlie Lynn. He, he's normally good. Dan Black. Donsky Blackamora. He's gonna shoot on you. You asked me to get excited, to get fired up. Well, it's oh one hundred hours. Zero, by the way. Military time, and I'm fired up. We got a vet here. Yeah, we got respect coming at you. No, not because of some has been MMA fighter that can't take a loss without crying for a year. It's not Brock because of Roman Reigns coming back. Fuck Roman Reigns. Whoa, Ooh, hot, hot take. Because Stephen Amell. Is in the Bullet Club. <laughs> yeah, I'm fired up because NXT Takeover War Games was the best wrestling I've seen in years. Mm-hmm. But you know why I'm really fired up? Why is that? Because I stuck with you when all the others were doing their rise, record, resist. But now I realize Dan Black can't even recognize the different voices of his podcast fans. Oh, oh shit! Well, to be fair, so Dan, here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, Every guys... week from here on out, oh, shit. I am going to put the Comedians of Wrestling podcast under siege. Oh! oh. <laughs> I am Charlie the Dryer Lynch, and you will recognize my voice, and you will acknowledge me and say my name. Wow. Oh, okay. Fuck the revival. Oh, even all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, oh, yeah, listen, guys. the The concept of this is your podcast is a privilege, not a right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, look, I might have to do away with this. Not all features work. You got to <laughs> test it out, man. Think of all the SNL characters that have hit the floor. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, hey, sorry, to recognize your voice. I don't. I was not mad at me about I you guys calling as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and, and you go, I'm supposed to recognize who you guys are. I think you called him one of the Huff dudes by accident. We're reading out his cash in. That, oh. That's what pops in the mind. I mean, look, guys, Let's you all sound the same. Everyone's going into the business for themselves. Yeah. Huff, who can keep track? Who's in Huff Nation? Who's just a regular person? I don't know. 
Anyway, yeah. and then uh, but, uh, okay. you got to pull your phone away from your neck beard because it's just rubbing up the instant. <laughs> Me? No. No, like, all not the, you. All the neck beard <laughs> listeners who all wish the... they were in the Newman World Order, that's who we're talking to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, so, hey, NXT. People seem fired up NXT. How do we feel about that pay-per-view? I mean, this is what I could take away. The Vega trees of just NXT was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do we think about the War Games match, specifically? No one's mentioned it. Uh, I mean, I look. I don't think there was anything not to like. I think. Uh, I mean, you brought up that the two rings felt arbitrary. Oh yeah, we talked before. I look. I thought that the I thought the format of War Games was pretty stupid. Uh huh. To be honest, like I thought like the two rings next to each other were like it was cool, but I was like it has it doesn't play in at all into what the matches like. We've seen matches with three three person tag teams right. in the ring. Um it still was I still liked it. Don't get me wrong. I still had fun with it. Like right. the spot the, I the, just, yeah I feel like if you're but gonna I was like why not have a pin in each ring is what I'm saying. Well not, or something like that. I feel like if you're gonna do something weird like have a timed entry multi team right. thing going on to like have a single cage or a single ring is kind of like we're already weird, so like let's keep it weird and then do two rings. It's also a lot of dudes to fit in, right. I think. Um, so like I, I like I think it's also that the idea of that whole match is a spectacle, and half of it is because there's two rings on it. Right. So I am all for it because that is just a strange looking thing to begin. Oh, with. exactly. Yeah. We had listeners who were there, <laughs> yeah. and they were they were like, "Hey, uh, you'll see me in the next match." When yeah, I, because they were switching off rings. I totally appreciate. I thought that was so fucking cool that yeah. they would do that, so that like they were even handed if you were in the house where like you could like see. The visibility sucks uh, if you're on the floor. Oh yeah, and totally. they're in the opposite yeah. ring. Yeah, oh, but right, yeah. it's still yeah. like I want to. I mean, it's just I love the idea of that match. I always did when I was a kid. Um, but like, it is just it's distracting when there's just another ring there that's just kind of like darkened and like you can't really see it. And like, for the rest of the pay per view, you mean? yeah, because yeah. like I also feel like if if we're supposed to like appreciate wrestling as like a a sport in the grand scheme of the dramatic storytelling and everything else. If I were a wrestler and I were in there, I would be tempted to use that other ring, yeah. even though it's like not there. Because if you can do things outside of the ring, what would stop well, you from and, doing yeah, that? They that? definitely like yeah. the directive from Triple H was like, guys, pretend like that other ring isn't there because yeah. it'll it'll ruin the main event if you right. start using it. Yeah, but um, but still, like for me, I was like, I I like <laughs> World War Three. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Yeah, like that concept, and also even the, the whatever the Ready to Rumble matches where the three cages. <laughs> on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. I like those in in concept better. Sure. I'm not saying in execution. Right. I imagine World War Three was a nightmare logistically. Yeah. For, like for house. Absolutely. It also takes up so many paid seats. Yeah. It um, does. To have three rings. But yeah. Because that's essentially like a monster truck yeah. uh, setup now. But like I'm saying, in that it was like, hey, the matches happened and it's almost like a bracket, and then we consolidate. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now it's like, all right, now we're we're getting to see a tournament in real time. Yeah. Right. Th there's something about that that I like. Yeah. And then also it's like, oh, when three cages are on top of each other, I think the the belt hangs, so it's just like sure. a ladder match with a cage match. Yeah. There's something that cool there. This war game is essentially just like, all right, it's just a bigger cage. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I were sitting and watching that live, barring the other matches, I would be like totally into the idea to see like two wrestling rings next to each other is just yeah. nuts to me. And then I, because I love to like dig deep and like stupid, stupid 
storytelling stuff, just the idea that they're like paying homage to this crazy ass idea mm-hmm. and that hasn't been done in like 20 years. Okay. And they're doing it with NXT with like newer guys and pretty much like the first time that uh, uh, the uh, Undisputed Era is out as a group, yeah. to right. my knowledge, of like together. And really, like the biggest match they've ever done, which is you know basically their first match. Yeah. And then those other those other teams, and then to throw Roderick Strong in there, which is just crazy, and insanity to be able to be a trio. Awesome. Yeah. I just oh, yeah. I was so excited for it. And I it agree. Paid off. But the randomness of like, I, look, I I, I liked the match. The match was awesome. Look, the, every NXT takeover is great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I forgot which one. Maybe it was the. SummerSlam one, mm-hmm. where I was like, that was the most fluid, entertaining wrestling program I'd ever seen. Yeah. So I'm not like shitting on NXT or anything. Yeah. Obviously, I, I like it as well. I also love that it gets me like, I love when it's, even though there's too much programming, I wish they would take off Monday and Tuesday after mm-hmm. these programs or whatever yeah, yeah. or something. But like, I also love how different the Saturday night show is than the Sunday night show. Absolutely. Like, that's really fun. Yeah. I'm saying that, like, I like elimination chamber. I like. I like that. It's like okay, it's elimination and it's random who comes in. Yeah, this was just like why this team comes. in. Why didn't they all just start in the cage? I guess because like, you because the match doesn't start till everybody's yeah. in. So it's like a oh, no holds barred. Well, well it's, it's no holds barred. Yeah, whole, I think it's like yeah, a, I guess a fun like layered and possibly too layered of storytelling right. where you get like the first team comes in and it's undisputed era, so they just get a like. Beat the shit out of everybody, right. and honestly, they should probably just have been like spamming their finishing moves on those guys. But right. you can't do that. Um, so they just like beat those next dudes up. And then what's fun about the storytelling is like you get uh, authors of pain in, and they come in with their own unique brand of like bludgeoning and beating the shit out of right. everybody. And it kind of like evens up the match a little bit. And Eric Young's all alone, so then you're like, oh my god, Eric Young's getting the shit kicked out of him by all these guys. And then Sanity comes in, and they come in doing their own brand of shit, and that mm. includes okay. all of the weapons and everything else. This is, like, really good heightening and really good storytelling. I agree, but I, I'm saying is that, like, I think for me is that the random element work in Elimination Chamber, it fits the thing of, like, oh, it, it fits the motif more. Right. But I'm saying in this, it was like, why not, like, whoever scores the first pin, their team comes in? Oh, sure. Like, something like that where it's, like, it's a... Oh, and then you just keep... And then it's the like, match. okay, right. and then it, it, you win when you get... This two pins is to win, right? You know what right. I mean, like something like that. I think for me, because it kept being like, "Oh my!" Only Dusty could have thought this thing up, and I was like, "This thing is like a little random." Right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. I th- I think I have a peeve with randomness. I no, I do. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a peeve with like with, and it works in the elimination chamber. I love that. Like that in that match, it works so well because you're yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Like you got you got to be ready. Like this match is a real wild card of a match. Right. That's what I like about it. You know. Well, here's uh, the one thing I'll say is here's an opinion that can go fuck itself, uh, and I've seen this all over the internet. People yeah. saying if there's no ceiling on the cage, it's not war games. Like yeah, yeah that's yeah. the most nitpicky nah, fucking smart. Like stop. Go outside. Go outside for a fucking moment in your life. Step away from the computer. So if you think. If you th- you know what happens if you think if you do you know what happens if you think that there's no ceiling it's not war games do you do you know what happens I, IWC do you understand what happens when you complain about if there's a ceiling or not on the war games match do you do you IWC you just made the swap wait the full IWC all of them no, the specific all right okay all right hey uh, uh, you just made the swap all right let's get let's move on to the next cash in all right 
Hey guys, this is Joseph Kibler. I wanted to do a cash in on the women's division. I think it's uh, awesome, these call-ups that have happened. The fact that we have six more women on the roster is fantastic. I think there's so many storylines that they can do with this, with feuds, with uh, backstabbing, just all sorts of things. Even if it's a little weird that they did the exact same story for Raw as they did for SmackDown, I think there's good potential. Maybe they're all aligned together. Who knows? Um, I hope this leads to a Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, if nothing else, it's just nice to see that there's more depth. Um, I've wanted Ruby Riot on the main division for the longest time because I think she'd be great with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And the fact oh, that she's cool. already yeah. coming up she's... as a heel could lead to that because I think factions are are fun and they just make everything so much better. So uh, that's it. That's that's what I got. All right. Have so a good one. Peace out, Count Nation. Yeah. Yes. Agree. Yeah, that's great. And that hey, Joe Kibler, uh, he's uh, he's a legit dude. Uh, <laughs> he's got a nice, solid opinion there. Look, biggest complaint even we talked about last week is the women's division is so thin. Right. Shallow. It's like, yo, if there's gonna be two belts. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. 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 Now, I mean, definitely, it already seems when Paige came back, which we can talk about, yeah. uh, it, just her being back already made the women's division feel more exciting. Like, oh, fuck. Like, she's Was back. she drunk? She, she seemed drunk. Probably. <laughs> she seemed, Such a liability. She seemed I drunk. Just... But that's what is so awesome about Paige. Yeah. She, Paige is so interesting now that she's a fuck up. Yeah. Like, it's. Uh, she's really good on the mic, too. I forgot how how well she can handle it. Well, that. I think she's actually, that was the best she's been on the mic. Yeah. I actually don't think she was ever that good on the mic. Yeah. I think <laughs> she's, 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 she's now become like, I don't know what happened to her. She broke bad, you know? Yeah. Like, literally, like, Paige broke bad. Like, she, you know, a lot, she's, look, she's been gone for like a year. A lot has happened to her in that year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to get into a lot of it. It was but only a year? She said a year. Jesus, it's probably was it more than a year? I don't I think know. It might have been. Well, a wrestling year is like ten years. That is true. But like, she came back and it, it definitely felt like she was gone from TV, but not from my social media, right? Not from the zeitgeist. like the zeitgeist at all. Like she had a looming specter, uh -huh. and you felt her evolving in the wrong way, right? Outside of this, right? Well, I think yeah, she was just becoming a. a a person like a lady. Uh, yeah but it's just like <laughs> well yeah but How it's old like, she? She's like 25 right she's like just yeah. people because like you have like rabid ass wrestling fans and shit like a person just growing up even if they're in some sort of like celebrity status like given it that it's so concentrated to wrestling fans yeah. it just looked worse yeah totally and i say that she came she came back Paige came back and then like she beat up alexa bliss and it was kind of like Apropos, I, I actually like mentally was like, "Hey, Alexa Bliss doesn't seem at all like a badass when Paige is around." Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like Paige is like, uh, I mean, she's like the real deal. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. go home. Yeah, she's she. That's she's, what I mean. That's what it she feels. She might not come back next week. You know right. what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. like a real like Sid and Nancy situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And but like, that's why it feels exciting now. Like as soon as she came back, I'm like, oh shit! Now you know because she's gonna come and run roughshod over people, and I'm here for it. And the women's division yeah. has never had like a like a wild card. They never yeah. had like the you know like Austin was like pretty tumultuous. I mean, he's not the best example, but he did like. I mean, he did like. He did like have domestic abuse problems. He yeah, did, like, yeah, he, but I don't know if that was like news, news or like 
in, because we're living in a different time. And now she is like that kind of weird loose cannon like that. Like, it's yeah. more like Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, uh, she's like, Jeff Hardy. She's like the like Jess Hardy. Yeah, Jess Hardy. <laughs> she's Jess Hardy. But yeah, like she's gonna be on Raw and you're gonna loan her five hundred dollars and you're not yeah. gonna see her for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Paige definitely owes a lot of people five hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> um but yeah, uh 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 oh, my, old, my old man he's sick. <laughs> yeah, my old man he's sick. Happy to see Paige. Um, yeah, she. I mean, she's she's definitely awesome. I'm um, excited to see call ups and, and like it Mandy, is. Yeah. It yes. is. Mandy, Ro- Mandy Rose, yeah. Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, I'm Ruby like, Riot, um, Sarah Logan, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Who has improved? Who I, confused, who I thought was Mandy Rose. By oh the way. yeah. Oh wow. Well, I I I knew there was different, but they like yeah I yeah. Mean, Liv Morgan has really improved over the last like year uh, in NXT. I'm glad that she's up. Yeah. It's it's funny to see like how they get. Uh, a lot of people that either have like a, a breadth of experience outside of WWE, and then the other ones that go through that whole like training center kind of like process. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember seeing Mandy Rose on TV more than like four or five four, times. Yeah. I mean, Tops. she's barely. I barely saw her on NXT. Yeah. Right. That's well, what we I'm saw, saying. When like, we went you to see the her in house shows, we went to the house to a house show here in LA. Phil and I, not that we're friends or anything. No, we just happened to be there at the same time. How about and, it? And uh, yeah, and Mandy okay. Rose was over. Was really over. But I mean, in a swampy way because she's like super hot. So all the guys there were like <laughs> chanting, yeah. like you know, for her. She uh, looks she, like a she first worked, string porn star. Yeah, like, just, right. Yeah, she works she really well though. She she's looks good. like Pam Anderson barbed wire days. Like yeah. she has like really the same. Tris, she Tris has those tattoos. Yeah. She reminds yeah. me of Trish, Trish Stratus. Stratus. Yeah. Um, and do you think that they've toned down Carmelo's Staten Islandness preparing for Liv Morgan's t- call up? Oh, maybe because oh, yeah. they have the exact same gimmick. It could be. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, too, too I mean, close, like, too close to home for you. I what the the whole Staten Jersey Island? And all, Staten no, Island I just was that. gonna be a little swampy. Uh, <laughs> it's good that you caught yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> a little swampy. Um, yeah, um, I'm attracted to women. I don't know what you guys want me hey, to say. I don't think. Yeah. That's anyway, fine. so um, um, ba- 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 yeah, Paige, Paige is like. Major league. That's yeah. all I want to yeah. say. Like Paige is like major league. Yeah. These other girls, like when Paige is in the room, like it's time to step up. Yeah, yeah. and she's setting. I feel like she st- sets the bar for like grabbing that press ring. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I hope we start hearing that like Paige is showing up drunk. Like, it's but, like I, but I hope she can also thing. still work hard and still do a good job. Yeah. But I want her to keep. Uh, yeah. She's only twenty five. There's time for her to to, to grow. All out right, cash in. Here we go. G R E A M. Yeah. <laughs> Bring his ass up. What? Who? Was that the whole one? D-R-E-A-M, yeah. Bring his ass up. He's probably talking about Drew McIntyre. D-R-E-A-M, yeah. D-R-E-A-M, do it again. Oh, that was Dream? G-R-E-A-M, yeah. baby. G-R-E-A-M. D-R-E-A-M. Bring his ass up. I don't think so. Oh, uh, no. I disagree. I think he needs to get like so hard into his gimmick where it's like, I mean, it's already kind of undeniable, but like you get it to the point where like more people, more princey, more sassy, all of that Rick Rude shit, I think really translates. Because I think like right now, you looking at him? Just looked him up. (laughs) 
I mean, <laughs> had no idea what he looked like until this very moment. Fucking <laughs> cartoon character. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's amazing. But he, uh, I just think like I don't, I don't see the the mainstream WWE crowd really biting no, into look, this. So. It, it's the same thing we say NXT down there. It's like. They gotta. He doesn't need wrestling training anymore. I yeah, mean, right. you'll get. Obviously, I, that's not true. But his main focus should be on costuming. It should be on promos. Um, on promos on like how to control, like face facial control, yeah, voice control. Like literally, it should be like things to become a, a, a an Undertaker esque character. Like not not the same. Vibe, but I right. mean, like a character that's that nuanced because that's what the dream needs. Right. I feel he, like he needs like a uh, he needs like a like Rick Rude, Mick Ma- uh, Rick Rude, Rick Martell. Like he just needs to be two Ricks in one. Yeah, and I really think that like that. I mean, it, he needs zero notes for me right now. Anyway, <laughs> I think he's. That whole thing was like a- no. You're, I think you're wrong. I think he needs notes, but n- I mean, maybe not from us. But uh, let <laughs> part of the conceit of the show that they we pretend that they do need notes from us. But yeah. uh, is like, but look, he's in the rude zone, the, mm-hmm. the Bobby Rude zone. You know, uh, where it's like these guys come up and then and Shinsuke, where they come up and they're they're falling flat. That doesn't mean they can't recover. Yeah. But like, it'd be nice for these guys to come in and be ready to rock. Now, obviously, some of that is booking. But I think if Velveteen Dream came up right now, the mainstream crowd does not care about the matches as much. Right. So he needs to come out and make an impact with the character, and the character needs a the character work needs a, not the character. The character's good. We're all ready for the character, but his his execution on that character needs work. I just I just think if you still got a crowd that's chanting USA at anybody that's not American. You're gonna get a crowd that's just gonna call him gay. Okay, yeah. fine, but but I just wait. You think they're gonna say like you are gay? No, like the, like a full on. I I mean I no, I but mean, their first I think their initial reaction would be like it would be like you boo know, because boo. he's yeah. Yeah. queer. Yeah. Like that's basically going to be like the take. But yeah. it's, but obviously if Abs, that, if there's that, no way because that I've, gets I, heat. I've seen two house shows. One was in Riverside, California, uh-huh. and the other one was down there. What downtown? Downtown, right? And Riverside's reaction to him was completely different than downtown Los Angeles. Well, downtown was super uh, progressive. I get. Well, it was more so supportive and, like, kind of ironic, like, this is awesome and hilarious. Right. And Riverside was more so, like, we want to see this guy get his ass kicked. Right. But and for the wrong reasons. Right. Not because he said Riverside sucks or anything <laughs> like that. Which it does. Um, Which it does. Uh yeah, I mean, actually, go down there in Christmas. It's pretty sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah, actually, right around now. Oh, oh, oh it's beginning to look <laughs> a lot like Christmas. Chris, by the way, Christmas still alive on this podcast. It's true. The Absolutely. war on Christmas no. is not happening. Yeah, the war even games on I, Christmas. The war games on Christmas. <laughs> even though I'm super Jewish, I still want everyone to only celebrate Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, look, Velveteen Dream. I guess like gay heat is heat. Right. You could make that argument like gold dust heat. But also, um, uh, I gi- I like to give I like to give the WWE universe more credit probably than they deserve. Mm-hmm. But the problem is like WWE shouldn't be goading the USA. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The Jinder Mahal thing was such a botch. Yeah. To just be like, oh, I'm India. Like they they started it by actually calling out like xenophobia. Right. And it yeah. was like, I was like, this is cool. Yeah. He was like, you don't like me because I'm Indian, 
But then it morphed into just like full on Cold War Soviet. Yeah. yeah. And then he went up against a Japanese guy who was almost like I want I don't know if this is a thing, but more foreign just because Jinder's <laughs> Canadian. Right. He's yeah. English speaking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a yeah. zero accent. Probably lives in Orlando. Yeah, he's from you know the I mean? yeah, he's from right. the Western yeah, world. Right. Yeah. And it was like, all right, well now we've shot ourselves in the foot because the nuance here is like totally gone, right? Yeah. Um all right. Um so also on Bring His Ass Up, just in case it doesn't come up. Drew McIntyre, is he coming up? I mean, uh, that loss was surprising to me. Yeah. Well, not after his arms all fucked up, no, but his I arms mean, fucked up? Oh, yeah, he tore his bicep. Well, during the match. An actual for match. shoot? That's a shoot. Oh, you can tell he did it because he held that rope too long oh, when they did right. that DDT. Oh, no, he's fucked for like six oh, months. Oh, 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 that DDT? Yeah. That looked bad. That's bad. I mean, you can see how he, he grabbed his arm and he like rubbed it That's from a, like yeah. one way, like down his wrist to his elbow and back. That's like a thing where like there's a separation there and he's like feeling his like muscles. It's a, it's a big up. bicep to rip. It's brutal. So I maybe thought he was going to be called up, but I think that's too soon also. But uh, yeah. he's yeah. also a – I root for the guy. I think he deserves all the success, but they're – I don't know if it's booking or writing or just charisma. I'm not really invested in, in him as a champion. In Drew? Yeah. yeah it not was Andre NXT. On, on NXT. How, do you, how do you say his name? Andre is Andrade. Andrade? Yeah. I, I know. I should know that. No, Andrade uh, – Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm tranquilo. Hundred percent. Uh, he's cool. I like him. I think obviously he. Uh, I was surprised that he won that match because uh, NXT. I, I was surprised, but also it's cool even if they're not trying to bring him up because the NXT booking has been pretty uh, linear. Where it's like right when the guy is gonna come up, he drops the belt. Right. Right. And it's like you know it's yeah. textbook. Yeah. So it's like hey maybe the like they said Samoa Joe is the only and Shinsuke are the only like two time. NXT champions because yeah. it seems to be like you get the belt, work for a little bit, then drop it to yeah. the next guy they want to pass it to, and that's how yeah. it goes. Yeah. Which I like because then the champions are more solidified. But look, Drew McIntyre, uh, 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 it's it is time to bring him back up because he's a first off, he's a fucking specimen. True. Okay, yeah. and there's always space for a guy that looks like that. Plus, he can work, and also he's it's just like he's not gonna get. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's going to get much better. I think it's time to just like let's throw him in there and see what he's going to do. Yeah, I guess. I, I just... do. I do think though that like yeah, for some reason him at the, his era as a champion uh, fell a little flat compared to like when it was like Samoa Joe or even Bobby Roode. Like it just felt. A My little opinion flat. is that he didn't have amazing opponents. Like True. he was going up against Roddy. Who look, yeah. I like Roddy Strong. I saw him. I saw his last night of PWG. I was there. But like he's not there yet either, in my opinion. The only guy in w- in NXT right now I think is like could have a-, a match you care about for the heavyweight championship is Cole. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Ono Black, B- Black. Yeah, yeah, I guess Black. He's probably going to be the one that takes it off of uh, Almas. I think Black. Yeah. Because they, what was that? Orlando. I guess there's a couple guys. You're, yeah. I guess you're. I guess you're right. There's, I went to that. There's nice. black, maybe Ono, but Ono I don't think is like they haven't. They Vince, haven't Vince does him. not want him on the main roster. Vince, yeah, he's a fat guy, which is fine for us. But Vince is not going to put him on the main roster anytime soon. Vince doesn't get it with him. Yeah, with Hero. No, yeah. he does not. He's never has. No, but he's always like McIntyre, which is why I think he was just like, no. give him to me. Which I think is like now the McIntyre now is I think the one that he wanted whatever it was seven right. years ago or whatever. But I I still feel like 
It's a little too soon. I want him to like really have like a hard ass redemption road on NXT only because the like fickle ass again like main WWE fans they'll just chant three MB at him. God yeah. And then like you got Jinder around and it, I mean fine if you know what if you do you a gotta thing. Got to put him on Raw so he doesn't cross paths. If you Jinder. do a thing where yeah. like he and Jinder like put. Uh, What's the, what's the other fella? Who? The redhead fella? Oh, Heath, Heath Slater? Heath Slater. Yeah. He put them on the same meal plan that they're on, and, like, they become, like, another shield. Yeah. And they, like, destroy everybody. I'm all they, on They should just call them three-man band. The fact Because they're going to get chanted oh, no. anyway. Call them that again. Call but, like, they're, they're complete murderers. And, like, they already have a pedigree where they have a WWE champion yeah. and NXT champion. Yeah. Tag championship team, yeah. belts around those guys, intercontinental. Like they have a pedigree, so it's okay. not. It's not like they just go, yeah, we were a joke, and then we like got yoked. Yeah, we got yoked and got mad, From and then we came yoked. back. And, do you like, think Jinder can pull that off? I, I think I, so. I, I don't think he could do anything. I think <laughs> if he's no. I think I think in the same way that like Roman Reigns is so much better with the Shield. I think you you put them. You put him with those two guys, and like everybody's like, "Oh, these yeah. guys are a joke." Meaning, like the dudes that are like wrestling them are like, "Okay, cool, these guys are back." Yeah. Wank, and then they just completely destroy them, and they keep on doing that. Yeah, like you can make them a formidable team, just don't you know feed them to you know, the club or anybody that I care about. Okay, but like still, like I think you could if you really want to stumble back into that. You can do it and just make it work. I totally think that's that's probably like the the harebrained idea I have for this episode. But I think you can I, really do that. I I love it. I think it's super cool. I I listen. I as a guy who was vocally uh, supportive of Jinder's title run, I just saw him and I and like I lost a lot of faith in him, even to pull off the like just tough guy angle. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I don't know. I haven't really seen what McIntyre could on the mic. He's fine. Not insane, but he's he's fine. Yeah. He just looks so awesome to me. He does. That I'm like, why? I feel like he could fill a Batista esque role yeah. of just like a guy who's like, hey, <laughs> I believe this guy can beat major guys. Yeah. You know, he could come in and if they come in and they book him super strong and he doesn't fall into the Seamus zone of just like a guy in a kilt yeah. who's like kind of goofy and he's like, hey, yeah, you make fun of me, whatever, just come wrestle me. And then he starts, a guy who's like almost seven feet tall or how he, what, he's 6'5", he's big, yeah, dude. He's and he does a flip over the top rope yeah. to the outside. What He'll if, be able to get over with his wrestling because he also looks amazing. Yeah. What if you put him and with he's the, scary. What if you put him with the bar? Like him and him, Seamus. It'll sink him. Sink him? <laughs> Honestly, I think yeah. it was, I mean... He needs to be with littler guys, I think. True, he needs to yeah. walk around. But if you put him with 3MB, the, the history, I, I, I think he's just got to come in and just, like, uh, have a big showing. Right. You kind of give him, like, a Brock Lesnar, uh, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, he's, I mean. I mean, what if he comes in and beats up Braun, you know, night one or something? Right, yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, I, I don't know what you do with him, but he, he, he whatever. I, I think Vince wants him. I think that's why he lost. Yeah. Or they're trying to make NXT less linear. All right, two more cash-ins. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most must-see cash-in segment of the week. Welcome to Huff Nation. <laughs> it's hard to do. It is. Um, this is Josh Huff of Huff Nation here to cash in on Too many Survivor Huffs. Series 2017. Anyone going to talk about Brock versus AJ? Um, I'm going to go out on a limb. I've never really watched a lot of Survivor Series in the past before, other than you know the more famous ones like the Montreal Screwjob. But I'm going to go out on a limb. 
and say this year's edition, top She's to TV bottom, might be the best of all time. I best could Survivor be kind Series? of in my head right now, just reflecting on it from what I just saw. But damn it, it was so good. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This was probably the best Survivor Series of all time. Arguably, unarguably, the best Survivor Series in the last 10 years. I even like the one with Ziggler so, from 2014 better. Puff Nation. Loved that one. Tell yeah. me what you think. Swampy Newman, Domsky, whatever y'all want. <laughs> this was definitely the best Survivor Series of all time. You guys have trouble. Just end, you guys, you can just end your cash-ins. Hey, look. <laughs> just hang cool. up. It's like a phone call. Just you know hang what? up. Say goodbye. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just say bye. Just say bye. Like, you're, you're like you left a voicemail. Look, you guys don't need a big finish, okay? This isn't fucking figure skating. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, hey, I don't want to disrespect that opinion. I didn't think it was the best Survivor Series. I will say the match none of you brought up, Brock AJ was terrific. Yeah, that absolutely. was one of my favorite matches this year. Very I watched good. it twice. Yeah. Um, yeah um, it went first off went fifteen minutes, yeah, yeah. Um, which is the longest Brock has went this yeah. year. I mean, he was gassed just throwing AJ around in like he the was first fat. five minutes. Yeah, he's. I gotta he, go up. Brock was in bad, bad shape. Yeah, bad Brock shape. Bad Brock shape. I mean, his pecs look like breasts. Yeah, <laughs> his pecs look breasty. <laughs> Gonna put little black bars over him on the broadcast. Yeah, he looked too, a little yeah. fat. He's and um, uh, someone was saying, they say, "Oh, he must be not juicy because he's getting ready to UFC fight." Oh, That's what somebody right. was saying. I feel like he's probably just bulking up a little bit because his winter's coming. Yeah, and he's, oh, out, yeah, his, he's out in his cabin fighting wolves. He's got yeah. a hibernate. Yeah, you're right. He's got store animals. fat. Oh, yeah. He's got a store fat for hibernation. You're right. <laughs> but I, I, I <laughs> he did. Uh, well, he did shave his beard. He had a little beard on like oh, Monday. Just keep it. You've seen him with the beard. You've seen him with the beard. Yeah, Sable must not like a beard. He, he looks so good with a beard. He looks amazing. He looks fucking amazing. Yeah. If he just came down to the ring like that, oh, yeah. man. So <laughs> I, I agree. It's like carrying hair. like a log on his shoulder, <laughs> like a yeah. full like six-foot piece of timber, <laughs> like a caber. Yeah, oh, a full caber. Uh, full caber, and then he tossed it into the ring. I, Perfect. I, 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 I want to comment on that for time. I we gotta end, but uh, uh, so I'll, I'll move on. But Brock, two things about Brock. He looked fat. His hair is getting like he's like it's getting so narrow. Yeah. It's, it's almost like like a full female pubic hair. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah, it's like a he's got like, like a, a landing, landing strip. strip. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like on his head a happy trail. Uh, he's got a, or a happy trail. We can make it male. Doesn't go to a uh, happy place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It goes to Suplex City. His dick, <laughs> his <dick's, laughs> take the happy trail to Suplex City. Uh, yeah, that match was co- awesome. AJ, he can wrestle anyone. Yeah. He can have a good match. With Absolutely, it's amazing. Uh, he can wrestle a broomstick, which he said is not true. I would watch it yeah. i would watch that yeah, i would watch um it. i've seen kevin owens elbow smash one yeah so. of course you have uh kevin <laughs> owens amazing um okay just for time yeah that match was great the finish was amazing i love when brock catches somebody and he's like wobbles around like he's like yeah. it's like that uh you remember it was like a there was like a board game it was like Whoa! oh <laughs> yeah yeah a uh, topple <laughs> yeah yeah it was like a commercial yeah. i just 13 dead end drive i don't know yeah uh, <laughs> my only complaint about that match is that you knew how that was that finish was going to go so I felt like you knew he was going to catch him right there doing the elbow. Absolutely, yeah. that's like the way that was going to go down. Yeah, but but it's I mean, a great and that's, that's like such a minor complaint, though. I just wish it would have been a little bit of a surprise. But to say that with already a great match, like it's it's nothing. There so. was a moment in the match where he gave him the forearm, and it was like, oh my god, AJ, 
if this pin happens, then AJ wins. If it doesn't, he loses. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, he lost. Yeah. You know, like he lost just by not pinning him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they were, look, they went for the thing of like, oh, he looks strong. I always think it's corny when they say, they did the same thing with Velveteen Dream. I think it's corny when the announced team says like, hey, he lost, but he had a match that made him look good. Yeah. And you're like, yo, we know that. Like, know. you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, all right, I it's see you're trying out. to manipulate me. Like, I'll make that decision myself, <laughs> you know? All right, one more cash in. I wonder who it's going to be. Fluke, roll up, Bulgogi. <laughs> Fluke, roll up, Bulgogi. 12.09 p.m. That's too low. Monday, Eastern Standard Time. Survivor Series was fucking awesome. It's too low time. While he wastes this time, I'll say Reigns got the IC belt. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did do that. Reigns yeah. got the IC belt, which is interesting. I don't know where they're going there. I liked, I liked that in the way that Reigns reacted to getting it. Felt very genuine. If you don't start your cash in too low, we're gonna get to another topic. Yeah, we're gonna hit the post. Take a step back and enjoy it for what it was last night because it was fucking awesome. Champions against champions, groups against groups. Fucking classic wrestlers coming out of retirement to beat the shit out of each other. Awesome spots. This is exactly what Vince wants. The perfect tune-up going into We need to make Tulu happy. Some kind of rivalry through it. Even better. But just chill out. Who gives a fuck? Last night was the most fun that any of us, even fucking Newman. Look how excited this motherfucker was on the thread. Keep my name out of your mouth. Cursing, <laughs> marking the fuck out, having the best time in his life. I was having the best time in my life. I, there wow. was so much going on. I'm looking back and like, holy shit, that happened. Holy shit, that happened. Holy shit, that happened. Just chill the fuck out, everybody. Enjoy it for what it is. It's fucking wrestling. It's fucking awesome. It's so much fucking fun. Okay? You happy? I'm bringing the attitude. I'm bringing the heat. Here we go. Let's go. Stop saying stipulation. Enjoy it for what it Here is. Here we go. But it's the fucking only time. Here we go. Let's go. And they remind us of it a million times. Who cares? Royal Rumble's coming up. We got fucking Road to WrestleMania coming up. <laughs> a whole lot of amazing shit. Just let's oh go, baby. God. Let's have this some fun. This is like a, a coach. Yeah. This is like before Woo! the last minute of play and you're losing. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, at least we're, hey, guys, it's fun that we get to play the game. Yeah. Right? It's cool that, like, we were here and that, like, our hearts are beating. Yeah. yeah. And that, like, disappointment's even a feeling. It's yeah. cool that disappointment's even a feeling that you can feel. <laughs> you should be happy to be a uh, temporarily formed uh, glob of molecules in this time-space continuum. It's 48 to 2. Your parents are still here, so they're going to take you home. Everything working out. It's good. Yeah, I mean, look, the worms are going to eat your body when you're dead, but, like, it goes, the energy goes back into the earth, and then you're part of the cycle. So it's like you never die. And that one- I don't know. I think it's because I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> anyway, guys, we got to end there because I got to go do. I got my in-laws here. I got a Thanksgiving yeah. uh, to do. Hey, everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Gobble wee. Gobble goo. Hit the cash in. Cash in. If you got your opinion, get on the show. Just like my dad. Follow his lead. 316. 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. Thank you.